0: Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 113 of NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here. And in today's episode, we're going to wrap up this whole GDPR thing. And if you're not sure what that is, what that means is there's a new regulation out of the EU that will affect all of us as bloggers, um, folks that have websites Anyone that collects email addresses, pretty much if you have a website and or collect email addresses, this will affect you. But the good news is if you're late to the game, if you're just hearing about this now and you haven't taken action yet, over the course of the last month or so, I've read so much information about this topic and talked to so many folks in the community that we've kind of narrowed things down for you. Sorry if you were hearing a little tap in the background. I didn't realize our kitten, who is now eight months old, is tapping on the power connection for my laptop. So I have since tried to relocate him to another side of the room. We'll see how that goes. But the bottom line is I will have some resources for you that you can check out. And as I mentioned in the last episode, I am not an attorney If you need legal advice, definitely pursue it and make sure you're in compliance with whatever situation you have as far as your website goes, collecting customer data. If you have e-commerce sites and things like that, you may have a higher standard that you need to adhere to. So definitely don't take what I'm saying as gospel. Look into it on your own and I'll again provide some resources in the show notes for this episode, which is going to be nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 113. And what exactly does this GDPR thing mean? You've probably heard about it. You've probably got 10 or so different emails from sites like Google, Amazon, things like that, where sites are changing their privacy policy as a result of this new regulation out of the EU. And what you need to know is this new regulation out of the EU goes into effect on May 25th, which is this coming Friday. And there are some things that you definitely want to do prior to that date to make sure you're in compliance. There's two main things. One of them is to update your privacy policy so that you have wording in regards to this GDPR regulation on how you retain data, how you collect customer data, what options people have for you to remove their data, things like that. And the other thing in regards to the privacy policy is they want you to have that accessible from every page on your website. So the easiest way to do that is to accomplish that via a footer. I know my website has a footer along the bottom of it. That's where I link to my privacy policy, my affiliate disclaimer, and my about page. So that's a great place for you to put it. But be sure that privacy link is present on the majority of your website, preferably in a footer or something like that so that it automatically takes care of that for you. And the other main requirement for most of us is if you collect email addresses. If you collect email addresses or you have collected email addresses, so this affects anyone that has an existing list and anyone that will be generating or gathering email subscribers to their email list. What you have to do is basically tell people that when they sign up for your email list exactly what they're going to receive. That's what it boils down to. So if you're giving someone a lead magnet, a checklist, or something to subscribe to your list as a primary method for gathering email accounts, what you need to do is be sure up front that you're telling them if you're going to send them anything above and beyond that checklist or that lead magnet, You want to tell them that upfront and actually it's a requirement for this regulation. So if you have an opt-in box on your website or something that says, join my list to receive 20 tips on how to lose 10 pounds in one week, and that's it, that's all it says, You are not in compliance if you send that person any additional emails above and beyond that checklist or whatever it is you're providing because it's not clear that you're going to be sending them blog updates, newsletters, marketing emails, or anything of that sort. And that's kind of what the EU law portion of that law or privacy regulation touches on and wants you to be absolutely clear what you're going to give someone so that it's clear and plain English exactly what they're gonna receive. And one thing I'm going back to add to the beginning of this episode is that this applies as far as websites go to anyone out there. Because if anybody comes to your website from the EU, which you can't really normally prevent, even if you're not targeting folks in the EU, that's where your privacy policy comes into place. So most likely that's going to affect everybody that has a website. So if you have a website, you're going to need to make sure your privacy policy reflects some of the new information about the GDPR. And as far as email lists go and opt-ins, this affects anybody on your email list now or in the future that has an EU location listed for their country or anyone in your email list that does not have a location specified and that may be a big portion of your list i took a look at my main list at nichesitetools.com of about 720 folks and more than half of them did not have a location specified and that could be either that uh, when you opted in they were unable to determine where you're located based on your ip address or that if you exported your list and imported it from another service provider, you may not have brought over that location information. So take a look at that. Those are the people that this GDPR regulation may apply to that you may have to take some action based on. We're gonna talk all about that in the rest of the episode, but I wanted you to be clear up front that as far as websites go, it's gonna affect anybody because your website could be visited by people from anywhere. And as far as your email list or your email opt-ins goes, this is gonna affect anybody on your existing list now that is located in the EU or does not have a location specified, or anybody in the future where that applies to. Stay tuned to the rest of the episode to determine exactly what you need to do and how you need to do that, but I just wanted to be clear upfront what this specific rule applies to in regards to your website and regards to your email list. There may be additional things that you need to do if you're collecting credit card information or other sensitive data, like whether it's healthcare related data, social security numbers, addresses, things like that, birthdays that are more personable and personally identifiable information. So you may have to look more into more depth as to what you need to do to remain in compliance. But this is gonna be primarily for folks that have websites that may have affiliate offers or that point folks to different websites that would be making purchases elsewhere and people that are collecting email addresses now or in the future. And now we return to the podcast episode already in progress. So the gist of it is you wanna be really transparent upfront what you're gonna be providing your email subscribers. If you're going to send them a newsletter, if you're gonna send them marketing emails or anything above and beyond that checklist, you wanna make 100% clear that not only are you doing that in addition to the checklist, but that the primary purpose of somebody signing up for your list is to get blog updates, is to get tips, tricks, things like that. And then secondarily, they can get the lead magnet that you want to provide them. If you're clear with that upfront, then you are generally in compliance as far as that particular rule goes. So to say I've spent a lot of time over this on the last month is a complete understatement because honestly, any spare time that I've had between the last pot up podcast episode and this one has 100% been spent on this idea, researching it, trying to figure out exactly what we need to do to remain in compliance or to get into compliance and things that we need to do prior to this uh, May 25th deadline. And I've talked to Marcus, I've talked to Jeff, I've talked to Joe, some of the primary folks in the community and others in the Niche Site Tools Mastermind group over at nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind. And we've been talking all about this over the last couple of weeks. And now, that it's getting closer, the efforts are ramping up, and there's a lot better resources out there to look into, and specifically over the last day or two, the folks at Thrive Themes and Thrive Leads they put out a great article that I'm gonna link to and it really did an awesome summary. Now that we're getting close to crunch time, it took a lot of the scare tactics that folks have been putting out there and I've been subject to a lot of this too. I've been thinking there's so much effort that we really need to put into this that it was kind of overwhelming. There was a point where I was kind of stuck in paralysis because it seemed like there was so much we needed to do. It seemed at one point we were gonna have to have everyone that's in your existing email opt back in or you'll have to delete them. And for some people, that could still be the case depending on how you marketed to your email list, how you got subscribers on there. Some of that could still factor in for you, but over time and the more I read about this and this great article from the folks at Thrive, it basically comes down to there's a lot of fear mongering out there and there's a lot of scare tactics that say, here's what you're gonna to have to do, or you're gonna get fined, you're, they're gonna come after you, and, and that's really not the case. That's not the intention of the EU. They don't have this oversight committee that's gonna come after bloggers and online entrepreneurs that are just starting out, smaller folks, even myself included. I've been doing this for several years, but my email lists in total combined are not yet above a 1,000 subscribers, so there's people out there with, Tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of email subscribers. And depending on how you get those folks to subscribe to your list, that could absolutely be a huge, huge effort for them to get in compliance. So. Certainly this could affect you, especially if you're a large corporation and you're collecting a lot more data than you or I probably are collecting. In my particular case, and probably in most of your cases as well, you're collecting a name and an email address in many cases. If you're not selling anything on your website, if you're not collecting credit card information or personal data, if you don't have a membership site where you're getting people's names, addresses, and other things to enter into contracts, and things like that, if you just have names and email addresses, There's a lot less that you need to do, and there's a lot less that you need to really be concerned about, because the reality is most likely these folks aren't going to come after you. Now, that doesn't mean you don't need to do things to get into compliance prior to May 25th, because there absolutely are. You want to make sure that you do your due diligence and you do everything in your power to adhere to this regulation to the best of your ability, so again, the two main things you're gonna to wanna to focus on are updating your privacy policy to make sure you have some wording in regards to this GDPR. And the main things are what information you collect um, the options that people have to have their information removed, to contact information for you so that they can reach out. And if they want their information deleted and they can't easily do so themselves, you can take care of that for them. Those sort of things are what you need to mention. And you can take a look at my updated privacy policy on my main site, nichesitetools.com. I've updated that to reflect all these new rules, and I took some bits and pieces from other privacy policies on other sites. And the good thing is WordPress just put out an update this past week for this GDPR specifically. And if you update to the latest version of WordPress, I'm gonna click over to my dashboard real quick here. And if you update to the latest version of WordPress and then you go to settings, privacy, there is a new option there to create a privacy page and they pre-populate a lot of that data that you will need for the GDPR. There's a couple of sections you're not gonna wanna delete your privacy page if you have one, hopefully you do have one, you should have one. So save off anything that you have now, you will probably need some information off of that because there are sections in there that they just kind of leave a heading for that you could copy paste some of your existing data in regards to other things like um if you're using Google Analytics and things like that, you may have other things that you need to copy paste in there to complete that page. But it does have some good information from the GDPR about collecting data, how long you keep the data and things like that. So it's a great place to start if you haven't yet looked into that. So update to the latest version of WordPress. Of course, take a backup of your site before just to make sure nothing goes wrong. That's always a best practice. And then go into settings, privacy, and then you can see in there, it'll pre-populate a privacy page for you. Then you can go in there and edit things and adjust as you need to. And you can also take a look at my updated privacy policy to get some other ideas on what you might want to include in there. And I think that requirement is relatively straightforward. Updating the privacy policy is something that you should do every so often. So this is a great time, I know mine was out of date. So this was a great time to go ahead and make that up to date and be in compliance with GDPR and anything else that you might have been missing over the years. So for that privacy policy, check out the latest version of WordPress, go to settings, privacy, check that out, see what's already there, see what you can incorporate from your existing privacy policy. Take a look at mine, take a look at some other folks out there that you might follow and see what they've done to get some examples of what you can do. And that's pretty straightforward. I think you should be able to knock that out within an hour or so. But the main thing I think for a lot of folks is that email list and exactly what does that mean? What do you need to do? And that article from the folks at Thrive Leads really hits it home and they give great examples of what, you're, what you can do to change your opt-in boxes to be in compliance and things like that. And the link to that article will be in the show notes or you can also go to nichesitetools.com forward slash Thrive GDPR, all one word, Thrive GDPR. Really what it boils down to is that you need to stress that you're providing people with updates, whether it's tips, suggestions, a newsletter, blog updates, things like that. Make sure you clearly mention that somebody's getting that on your opt-in forms, and I went an extra step and actually modified the default um, double opt-in email confirmation. So when you go to sign up on my list, you head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe, for example, you'll see right on my opt-in box now in very clear terms that you're gonna receive blog updates, niche site tips, and special deals, I think is what I said. So you're gonna get a whole bunch of different things, and you will also get my opt-in, whether it's the keyword brainstorming guide, or as it changes over time, it might be something else, but you're gonna get all of that stuff in addition to whatever lead magnet that I'm providing at the time. And for me on nichesitetools.com, I think I've done a relatively good job of mentioning that. Usually if I mention to sign up for my list, you'll get my keyword brainstorming guide and you'll get blog updates anytime new posts or podcast episodes go out. That's something I routinely said and I think it was clear on the podcast and especially on the site as well that in addition to the lead magnet, you're gonna be signed up to get blog post updates, any number of other emails when special deals come out for niche site tools, tips, things like that. I think it's been relatively clear all along that's what you're gonna be getting. I don't think there was any deception. I think I was always above board with that and I'm always very transparent. There's no tricks or gimmicks going on here. am not trying to trick you into doing anything. And I think if you've been a part of my community, for the last couple of years or even the last couple of months, you're probably clearly aware of that. So on this particular site, I don't think there's any concerns that if you got a lead magnet, that you would have been surprised to get additional emails after the fact. And the other thing is, being on my list, you always have the ability to unsubscribe. So at the bottom of every single email that has ever come out from the site, there is always an unsubscribe option on the bottom of every email. That's just the way it works by default with the majority of the big email service providers out there like GetResponse that I use. You'll see that option to unsubscribe or update your content information in every email so if you were for some reason not expecting additional emails or you weren't interested in receiving them you can always unsubscribe at any time and that's under your control and you can of course always reach out chris at nichesitetools.com send me a message and I'd be glad to delete you from my list of course I wouldn't want to see you go but If it doesn't meet up with what you're looking to do right now, if the information's not relevant to you any longer for whatever reason, I'd be glad to remove you from my list. However, if you run some of those sites that I've seen where people just really try to get you on their email list and then they spam you continuously with offers like right away, like day one, day two, day three, day four, you're just constantly getting bombarded with emails and obviously it's clear that the way that they make money and that the way that they sustain their model is just to spam the heck out of people and get you to sign up for offers. They have really have no community. They're really not trying to help people out. If that's the type of person that you are, which I doubt many, highly, probably 99% of you out there are not like that whatsoever, so you have no concerns in that regard. But if that's the way that folks operate their business and it's very deceptive that that's what you're gonna receive once you get their lead magnet, they would definitely be out of compliance in regards to this GDPR rule if that's the way it was and their customers were in the EU. And again, I went back to the beginning of this episode and I made it clear this specifically applies to anyone that comes to your website from the EU, so that's why you have to update your privacy policy because there's really no easy way that you would be preventing people from coming to your website anywhere in the EU. So that's very likely that sometime, someday, somebody is going to come to your website from the EU. So that's why you need to make sure that everybody updates their privacy policy. That's going to apply to anyone with a website. But when it comes to these email lists, what this affects is anyone that is in the EU, so they're already on your email list or they're going to be signing up and they are located in the EU so that when they sign up, they get tagged or something in your account that they are in an EU-related country, but additionally, it also affects anyone on your list that does not have a location listed. So when somebody signs up on one of your opt-in forms or on your website, it's possible that the program or your website is unable to determine exactly where somebody's coming from, or there's a question on where they're coming from, so they may not get a location set. And also, if you've ever exported your list from one email provider and imported it into another one, it's possible that that location information did not transfer over. So it's possible that a good portion of your list or lists may not have the location of your subscribers. And if that's the case, the GDPR looks at that as if those people are located in the EU. So somebody's location is in the EU, that's obvious, but if they have no location set in your email list, they are treated just as if they were located in the EU. And in those cases, this additional standard applies. If you have folks that are outside of the EU, in the US, for example, so if you have a good portion of your list that is US-based, none of this applies. So you don't have to worry about this whatsoever in regards to those specific users on your list. However, everybody that is located in the EU or has no location set, If you have not been clear all along that somebody is going to get blog updates or a newsletter or other emails in addition to a lead magnet, what they want you to do is to contact everyone on your list that falls into that category and ask them to resubscribe to your list. That is where a lot of this pain has come from in discussions leading up to this deadline. And since the royal wedding is going on as I'm recording this episode, I wanna say it's been a royal pain, not just a little pain, to try to determine if this applies to you and how you need to go about doing this. So depending on how you've set up your opt-ins and things over the years, this may be a bigger impact to you. And what I've determined on the Niche Site Tools site is I think I've been really clear all along that in addition, to subscribing and receiving any lead magnets that you're gonna get additional emails, whether that's blog updates, a newsletter, autoresponder, deals on niche site tools, things like that, that you're gonna get additional emails. And I think I've been really clear on that up front. What I may do between now and the deadline is send an email that basically says that, that all along my intention has been to be clear that you're gonna receive emails like this one in addition to any sort of lead magnets that I provided, and you always have the option to unsubscribe, you can click on the link at the bottom of this email and you can be removed from my list immediately. Something along those lines is what I think I'm probably gonna do. Just to make it clear, if anybody is on the list and you don't wanna be, you don't wanna receive any additional emails, you're welcome to jump off my list right now. So that's what I'm thinking about doing for Niche Site Tools, but I'm not gonna have folks resubscribe. Half of my list is people without a location specified, or maybe probably 20 or so out of 700 people on my list do have a uh, EU location. So most of those are just people without locations, and I think that is probably due to when I exported my list from MailChimp and imported it into GitResponse, but I'm not 100% sure, but that would be my guess, because you do need to do some customization if you're going to import your list into any other email provider and retain that location. You can do it, there are ways to do it. But uh, I'm not sure if, I, honestly, I'm not sure if I did do that when I imported into response because it wasn't a big deal at the time. However, I do have another site where the majority of the folks that do visit the site are from EU-related countries, as I can tell in my Google Analytics stats. And the vast majority of folks on my list, I would say probably 90% or more, are either located in the EU or have no location set. So there's very few people on that list that would fall outside of this GDPR regulation. And there's 70 people currently on that list. I think it was 72 at last check. And what I'm going to do on that particular site is I am going to play around with this rule. I am trying to set up a workflow through response. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send an email that says, due to this upcoming GDPR regulation, I am needing to send you this email. And if you want to remain on this list, Click this link to confirm that you'd like to stay on my list. So what's going to happen is the way I've set up this workflow is I'm going to send out this email to everybody on that list. There's going to be a link in that email that takes me to a page on that website that says thank you for reconfirming your email list. Here's some relevant information I think that can help you. And it's going to tag that person as GDPR consent received or something like that. So I'm still working on the technical details on how I actually do that since I haven't used a workflow like that yet. But that is something I'm gonna do on that particular site for a number of reasons. The email list on that site isn't that important. It's something that I set up in the last year. I've had that site for several years. And I just thought, why not go ahead and collect email addresses in case I do wanna market to people at some point in the future. And I very rarely send out emails for that site. I do not uh, regularly post updates to that site kind of focused around one particular product, has about 15 pillar articles on there that get updated maybe once a year or so, but I really don't do a lot with that particular website. But I am getting maybe one or two email signups on that website every week or so. So I'm getting steady stream, but very small number of subscribers, and I really don't do a lot with that list. So I thought this was a good place to really experiment with that, try some tagging. It might be something that I use in the future. So I just took this as a good opportunity to go ahead and try out some of these things that they do recommend. On that particular site, I didn't mention in the opt-in forms that you were gonna receive blog updates or things like that because I really wasn't updating the blog that much. It wasn't gonna be an active blog. I wasn't gonna be sending folks a lot of different emails in my mind and I haven't done that over the years. So the only time they've really gotten an email is when they signed up. They got the information that they were looking for and that's pretty much it. But just in case I did wanna market to those folks in the future or if I wanted to publish a lot more content that I wanted to go out to those subscribers, I wanted to use this as a great experiment to try out the rules in the GDPR and what they want you to do in the event people on your list aren't necessarily expecting to receive other emails. So again, what I'm gonna do there is send them an email saying if you wanna remain on my list, click on this link, it's gonna take them to a page on the website and it's going to tag them with GDPR consent received or something along those lines to indicate that they have re-signed up for my list, and that will get you in compliance. And in regards to a go-forward basis with that site, I did also update all opt-in forms to mention that you could get blog post updates, tips, or special offers, and then the lead magnet was secondary. So that takes care of anybody that's gonna come to the website and opt-in in the future. You're covered as long as you're clearly telling the customer or what you're going to be providing them. And the other thing that I did, in addition to that opt-in form, I did that for all the opt-in forms. So anytime anybody opts into my site, it's gonna be clear on that initial form and above and beyond that, because I have double opt-in enabled, and you should as well, so that when somebody goes to sign up to your list, they have to confirm that they wanna be on your list. That's very clear that you've received consent It's recorded most likely in your service provider that you received consent on this date at this time. That's why double opt-ins are really important. In addition, when your email service provider provides that email that says, please confirm you wanna be on this particular list, there's an option in there most likely that you can edit a paragraph or add something to that confirmation email, and that's what I did as well. Right in that confirmation email as another step to confirm that they know that they're gonna receive blog post updates, tips, and special offers, it's right there as they're about to click on that link to confirm they wanna be in your list. So I think I'm 100% covered in that you know you're gonna get something in addition to that lead magnet, so you're not gonna be surprised if you get an autoresponder series or you get blog post updates or you get special deals or any of these things, you know upfront that you're gonna get it and you can always unsubscribe at any time if you don't wanna receive those emails anymore so all that's clear that's the gist of it as far as email goes they just want your customers to know what they're going to receive and they don't want to just be blindly emailed anytime they sign up to get a lead magnet and all of a sudden they're getting all these other emails they didn't expect so that's the gist of that portion of it There's a lot more to the GDPR regulations and a lot of that really affects these big corporations. Because of all these breaches of data, they wanna make sure that these big corporations have specific people in their company on their security team that are set up and that know everything when it comes to this GDPR rule. How customers can have their data removed, what sort of data you're retaining from customers, how long you're retaining that data. There's a lot more information that are relevant to companies that are aggregators of data like this, like a Google, like an Amazon, that have all of your information, credit card info, birthdays, possibly social security numbers, whatever different websites have a lot more of that personal data, another is healthcare data, things like that. They want that data to be secure and they want it to be removed when it's no longer needed. So the gist of the rule makes sense. It's trying to protect your data and keep your data from being breached, make sure people have the appropriate safeguards in place. So the the ideas behind the rule are sound and and it makes sense that they want to have this for their customers located in the EU. But a lot of this really does put a lot of additional effort on small businesses to be in compliance. And when it comes to bloggers like you and I, a lot of us, most of it's gonna be that privacy policy and what you do in regards to your email list and your opt-in forms. And again, you can check out my site. All my opt-in forms have been updated to reflect that, so in the upper right-hand corner of the site, below every post, the exit intent pop-up and the banner along the top of the site. I have updated that so that blog post updates at a minimum are clear that you're gonna receive that. And in the forms where I have more ability to put in more words, so in the right-hand side of the site, below every post and in the exit intent, you'll see all those full details there. And again, it's also in my email confirmation. When you go to opt into the email list, you will see that right there as well. So all the bases are covered. You can see good examples of that on my site. So hopefully this took a bit of the guesswork out, a little bit of the frustration because I know it's been frustrating and has been very frustrating for me and a lot of folks in the community. So I'm sure that if you're aware of this, at least, that it has been frustrating for you as well. But I don't think it has to be a whole huge effort, especially now after some of the dust has settled. So I think for most of us, it's going to be that privacy policy and working on your email opt-ins and your things related to your email list. If you are collecting credit cards or selling products or have member services where you're collecting a lot more additional information about customers, This could apply more to you and there may be some additional safeguards you need to put in place. But I think for the vast majority of folks out there, if you're doing affiliate offers and you don't actually take credit cards or payments from people that would go over to somebody else's website, then it's really not that tough. I think within a few hours, you could be in compliant, you could be good, and you hopefully don't have to worry about this again for a long, long time. I am really looking forward to getting this behind us. My sites are all in compliance now. I just need to figure out what I'm gonna do with that one email list as far as getting folks to re-opt in. Even if I had to delete everybody on that list, it wouldn't be a huge deal because again, I'm not currently marketing to those folks just something that I may do in the future. So worst case scenario on that website, I would have to delete 70 folks or 72 folks on that email list and start from scratch, but that's not a big deal. But if you do have a relatively large email list, and you never told folks that they're going to get something above and beyond your checklist or opt-in offer or whatever it was you were providing them, then you may have some additional legwork to do to get folks to resubscribe to be in compliance. Hopefully, you don't have a lot to do. I think within a few hours or at least one day, you should be able to knock most of this out if you really focus on it and get it done, figure out what you need to do in your specific situation, and we can put this behind us, start focusing on growth of our businesses, helping as many folks as you can and getting back to the meat and potatoes of your business. I am really looking forward to that. I hope you are too, getting this behind us and not talking about this again on a future episode. So that's gonna wrap it up. As far as this whole GDPR thing goes, if you have any specific questions or you want anything answered, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind and join up to the Facebook group. You can ask questions there or you can always reach out to Chris at com, And I'd be glad to try to help you or point you in the right direction. And again, this is going to go into effect on Friday, May 25th. So you want to make sure that you do anything that you need to by Thursday, May 24th. So hopefully this was helpful. Again, check out nichesitetools.com forward slash 113 for the relevant resources that can help you and help you figure out what you're going to need to do as far as compliance goes. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you again in the next episode. Bye bye now.